0: Hello, this is Donovan Bailey. Um Candidate for Rochester City Council Award 6, I decided to do a podcast down here at Cup Foods, Minneapolis, uh, to kind of remember what has been going on with our country, uh, with our state, obviously with Minneapolis, and in commem- commem- commemorance of the death of George Floyd, and also speak to it in reference to what's going on in Rochester, Minnesota. One of the things I want to speak to in this podcast is the fact that we need to get out of the frame of mind that this is a them thing and not a we thing. Um, I'm, one of the things that I have gotten from a lot of people is this question, Donovan, what can we do? What can I as a white person do? Or I'm listening or I'm caring for you. And what I haven't seen is the as much as I should is the idea of a we thing. And so I want to speak to that in this 11th podcast here down in Minneapolis by Cup Foods. Uh, Again, my name is Donovan Bailey. I'm running for Rochester uh, uh, Ward 6. And I thought to come down here with my daughter and some other friends as we commemorate this death and really look at this epicenter of social change to talk about what we can do in Rochester. Again, in Rochester, we're not dealing with this particular type of issue. But the fact of the matter is, it could happen. So, again, my name is Donovan Bailey. I run for Rochester's uh, City Council Ward 6. And, again, this is a podcast that I do normally out of my apartment. Um, and the goal is to kind of talk about social work types of things, but also and more specifically speak to me running for Rochester City Council Ward 6. And so I started to come down here and to begin to unfold some of that uh, today. And this is my opportunity for you to see who I am. So that if you decide to vote for Donovan Bailey, you know who you're voting for. And you will find, particularly in my last couple of shows, that I'm more of a philosophy guy, I'm more of a theory guy, I'm more of a foundational thought guy, so that when issues come up in Rochester city government, those decisions are made with a philosophy, a background. And as I've said, I've said over and over again, Senator Wellstone's. we all do better when we all do better, or leadership matters, make sure you vote leadership, or the idea that we need to lead from the bottom up and not the top down. That is a philosophy that will undergird decisions that I'll make in Rochester City Council if I'm afforded the position. So that's what you need to know. And as I'm down here, this is a great example of what I've been talking about over and over again since February when I announced my candidacy for... Uh, Minnesota 25B and now Rochester City Ward 6. And that was a platform of diversity, inclusion, equity, cultural competence. That is the foundation of my platform and the undergirding philosophy for why I am running for office. There's no question about it. And I'm very, very bold about it. I know many of you might say, Donovan, there's so many other issues out there. You're just a one issue candidate. I'm not a one issue candidate, but I do believe in the philosophy of, of of the top bottom up and not the top down and so a lot of things will come uh from me in that regard but before we get into those things i like to talk about current topics a little bit just to get people in the know and kind of relate to what's going on in our world and we got something that really relates to what's going on here if you're a sports guy like i am and um and again uh we're here at grassroots here in minneapolis right outside of cup foods You know about Drew Brees, the amazing quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. He said something to the effect that uh, just a couple of days ago that he doesn't believe in the kneeling in the NFL. Now, whether you believe it or not, whether you are for the flag or not, whether you're against Kaepernick or not, the real issue is timing. Should he have said that in this time, in this time when folks are so sensitive? And I think that is one thing that we're dealing with, with this, the outflow of the murder of George Floyd, just some couple of steps down the street here, an insensitivity to what's going on. again, whether you believe in the flag or not, or, um, you know, uh, should you kneel or not, that's not the issue. It's a sensitivity to what's going on. And as I've had opportunity to be in meetings and so on and so forth, what I'm seeing is a care for what has happened to George Floyd and to African-Americans and this idea of Black Black Lives Matter. But I don't see much of a we. Again, I'm hearing that. What can I do? What can a white person do? What, I'm sorry, I'm listening. All these different things. And what I want to say is get to work. Make sure you vote for sure, but get to work. I think a lot of folks are very insensitive to what's going on right now. And again, they don't see it as a we thing. They make insensitive comments just like um, Drew Brees did, not realizing the sensitivity of what's going on, even in his very city, New Orleans. So I just wanted to kind of highlight that topic to begin to talk a little more about who I am and what I'm all about. Last time I talked about situational leadership as an undergirding philosophy of how I would run in Ro- uh, Rochester City Ward 6. I want to add something else to it, and that is the idea of cultural competence, cultural competence. When I run and if you decide to elect me as your leader, I will lead with an idea or an undergirding philosophy of cultural competence. And we're starting to see why that is so very true. Let me go way off and talk about something that happened years ago up here in the Twin Cities area. Years ago, they had the idea of building the 94 Highway They built that big highway and they forgot about something the Rondo neighborhood. And when they built that highway, it went right through Rondo and destroyed an ethnic enclave of this metro area. And talking with the governor, that's what I'm talking about when I talk about the idea of cultural confidence. If I, if you, if you elect Donovan Bailey, I'm going to lead. With an undergirding philosophy of cultural competence. Decisions that will be made in Rochester will be d- made from a cultural culturally competent edge. That means whatever, if it's the skateboards that are downtown, to the need to deal with transportation, DMC, whatever issue comes across the table for Rochester City Council from a Donovan Bailey standpoint, it's going to be undergirded with the idea of what does this look like from a culturally competent standpoint. So as you think about voting for Donovan Bailey, think about that undergirding philosophy, not only of situational leadership, trying to find out the best situation for everybody, but also the idea of cultural competence. How do our decisions affect everyone in the city of Rochester? And I'll tell you, that's how I'm going to lead. Um, And that's what you need to know about Donovan Bailey. I am undergird, I am led by philosophy, theory, a value system that will impact all the decisions that I make. So again, when I say the the comments of the late great Senator um, Wellstone, we all do better when we all do better. That's not just a slogan. That's just not a one issue. That is an undergirding philosophy of how we deal with, uh, or how I will deal with decisions as a Rochester city council member. Now, let me let me go one more again, if you will, on this idea of cultural competence and how it's very important in leadership. As you know, right down here, George Floyd lost his life. Unfortunate situation of police violence. We've been fighting the fight for the longest. Horrible death. And we're down here to commemorate it and really getting the idea of what happened. But one of the biggest things that happened and I kind of go back to the what can I do? How can I help Donovan? The system was so clogged, so racist, so ignorant, so out of touch. It took over a week for all four officers to be charged. Now think about that. Over a week, and the city went into an uproar because they wouldn't charge what was obvious to everyone in the whole world. Now think about this. Toward the, the front of the end of this week, The Minnesota government put one man on top of this, the man from the AG's office, his name is Keith Ellison. Now, some would say, no, you can't make that conclusion. But if you know Keith Ellison, he is an African-American man. He is an African-American man, a Muslim. When you put a man like that on top of this situation, with his prowess and his legislative uh, uh, competence, you can say cultural competence won the day. They put a black man on top of this issue. And guess what? In a day or two, all four men were in cuffs and in jail. That's what it means to be culturally competent. Now, I'm not saying it was all about his race or anything like that. But when you have cultural competence, I guarantee you, we have cultural competence in leadership. I guarantee you they would not wait on a murder of such magnitude like George Floyd. And so we can applaud A.G. uh, Keith Ellison for what he has done, not only for his prowess, he's great, he's he's an amazing man, but the fact that he is African-American, he was able to make a decision that other folks that apparently weren't culturally competent didn't make. That's why it's so important, I think, that as you vote not only locally for school board, for a national election, that you vote in people that are culturally competent, not only with African-Americans, Native Americans, Hispanic-Americans, but all of Americans, do they have a philosophy that is weak? On my way up here, kind of kind of getting off subject here, I brought my daughter up here with her friends. And we were talking about the aspects of what's going on. And I really wanted to get their idea of what they feel as young people dealing with these issues. And I've been saying this over and over again. You cannot fool These young people nowadays, they have phones. They're seeing this. And they're out here protesting and and standing for justice because they see it. In today's world, we have to be culturally competent. We can no longer wait for things to be diverse and inclusive. We can no longer um, do our ceremonious uh, uh, marches and all these different things and even our, our classes and what have you. Our young people are saying, look, we need to be culturally competent from the foot to the head. They're demanding change, and this whole world is demanding change. Again, I'm at the epicenter, ground zero of social change for the nation, if not the world. The world is saying no more. So as we think about Rochester City government, as we think about DNC, as we think about all that's going on in Rochester, are we leading with a culturally confident edge? There are many things that are on the table and will be on the table as it relates to Rochester city government, but are we being guided by a culturally confident edge that every person in Rochester is being served? Times have demanded, and thank you for tuning in to this 12th podcast, that things need to change. So I'm up here with my daughter and friends, young people, commemorating the death of George Floyd, uh, being involved in the ceremonies here, and being motivated to social change. And I just want to say once again, as as uh, we as I run for Rochester City Council, and again, these podcasts are what this is all about. I want you to know whom you might vote for, and I want you to know that Donovan has a bold campaign for diversity, inclusivity, equity cultural confidence, equality, there's no question about it. It is an undergirding philosophy of how I will lead if you will vote for me. So know who you will vote for, okay? Because times have demanded change. And even before this incident happened, I've been saying these things, not only as I worked as a public defender, as a social worker, but in everything I do. So as you celebrate your weekend, as things seemingly calm down and we've got some great leadership leading forward, I want you to remember leadership matters, vote leadership. I challenge all of you to come down and see this epicenter of social change. It should change your life, give you a perspective on your world. And as I spoke to at the beginning of the podcast, I've had a lot of people saying, Donovan, what can I do? What can white people do? I'm listening. I feel sorry. You need to get into a place of cultural competence. Cultural competence would say this is a we thing. If you're listening, I don't need you to listen. I need you to act. Young people need to act. The world needs us to act. It is a time for action. It is not a time of, what can I do? I don't know what to do. And I actually heard that from a leader this week. A prominent leader in Rochester. About these issues, we asked, if if this happened in Rochester, this leader said, well, I don't know. What should I do? That was a top leader in Rochester, Minnesota. So I challenge us all. Get culturally confident. Let's not have this issue in our area local or even the small small issues of that. And there's many things that can be done, and I'll be speaking to those things, um, but I won't speak to them now. But I just want to continue to feed you the philosophy of Donovan Bailey so you understand why the decisions I will make, I will make. I'm not coming with a platform. I'm coming with a an idea, hopefully, to rad- radically change or continue to improve, I better say, Rochester, Minnesota. So thank you for tuning in. This is podcast 11, I believe, 11 or 12. And again, this is my way of letting you know who Donovan Bailey is in this time where we really have to be creative as we campaign. I'm going to get over here and continue to commemorate the death of of George or the murder of George Floyd and learn more about the folks that are here. My name is Donovan Bailey. I'm running for Rochester City Council Ward Six. I'm up here across some cup foods here uh remembering the murder of and, and the life of George Floyd and uh thank you for tuning in. Again, this is Donovan Bailey, Rochester City Council Ward 6. Vote. Remember leadership matters. Vote leadership. I don't, I don't